What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Ray, and this is episode 99. Woohoo! One episode away. We are one episode away, fellas, from episode 100 of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. That episode, um, if everything stays on schedule, will be out on Monday, February 27th. That is when we'll be going live. Like I said, I can't give any specifics on that episode when it does happen because just in case something happens, I mean, but if some of the stuff that that I have that I have planned, if that can happen, oh boy, guys, it's going to be a great episode on Monday. <laughs> but before we can even get into that episode, we have to, we have to do this episode here, episode number 99. And this episode is is actually a pretty interesting episode like um it's pretty interesting. Like, um, I don't know if I've talked about a topic topic like this on my show before. I may have. I just don't recall. I, uh, if I did, you guys can go remind me because it's, it's been I haven't. It's been a while since I've watched a bunch of my episodes. But, but just in case, if I have, if I haven't done this, as you guys know, like, well, I'm not sure if you guys know this actually. If this because this just recently happened, but. Malcolm X, as you guys know, one of the big civil rights leaders back in the day, one of the biggest. Pro- Martin Luther King was definitely the biggest, but he was right up there, man. Malcolm X was right up there with him. He was he, he was he, he was in the top, maybe he's on the Mount Rushmore in them, at least in my view, and in terms of the most known in popularity be and in, in popularity. It, but it's close though. And like as you like Malcolm X, like um, he has he is a very um, interesting figure. He's been, he has some controversy too. Like, um, as we know, like um, Martin Luther King during the civil rights era, he was the guy that was promoting like, like peace and, and do it with love and caring and like no violence whatsoever. That's what um, Martin Luther King was about. Malcolm X on the other hand, in his earth, like um, he was one of the people like um, he thought like, um, the only way to to solve this is with is with violence. As you guys know, I'm very much against that. I'm against violence because it's dangerous. It ca- it doesn't help anything. All it does is just cause more and more problems. That's all it does. But later in his life, Malcolm X he did change a lot of his ways. He did. I think a lot of that may have had to do with Martin Luther King. He started realizing a lot of these things, the stuff he was doing probably wasn't the best let's just say solution at least at least that's in my view and in a lot of ways he changed did he change completely probably not all not completely but he did change a lot of his ways he didn't go as he wasn't as hardcore anymore and stuff like that which was a good thing and i'm glad he changed because he changed when he changed it was for the better and history has shown it was definitely for the better but with malcolm x he ended up, he and Martin Luther King, like, and like, before I get into that, though, Martin Luther King, and here's something, here's another thing that I'm pretty sure you guys don't know about. If you guys, you know, in the Marvel comics, I'm wearing Marvel, actually, so, yeah, it's a huge coincidence. I didn't intend to, but I just wore it. M- M- Professor X and Magneto are based off Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and Malcolm X. Yes, Stan Lee even said that. It's true. Professor X and Magneto were based on Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Why? Because 
if you look at Mount, Professor X, he was the guy for promoting peace and wants to to peacefully get things done for mutants. While Magneto wants to do, well, is using is willing to use violence to do that. So you see, Mar Professor X is based off more like Martin Luther King, and um, uh, Magneto is based off more closer to Malcolm X. So you see the similarities there, like, and it, it's pretty interesting. Like, um, I didn't know that I didn't know this till um, like um, I didn't know this all 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 along, but I found that out eventually, and. Some pretty interesting stuff, guys. Pretty, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what I was saying was before um, I, I um, thought of that, Malcolm X ended up the same way Martin Luther King ended up. They both ended up the same way. They both were assassinated. Yeah. They both were unfortunately assassinated. And I can't prove it, but... I think there may have been some conspiracy behind it, behind both, and certainly M Martin Luther King and probably Malcolm X too, because like if you saw all the shenanigans that were going on, heard about all the shenanigans that were going on behind the scenes, yeah, guys, it 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 goes hardcore. It goes far, far out. Like um, <laughs> like th like that guy that killed Martin Luther King basically swore he never did it, and yeah. And Malcolm X, as we know, it's very complicated because the people who were who got who were convicted, at least that were convicted of killing Malcolm X, got vindicated, got all their crimes dropped completely. But they still spent time in prison, but they were never cleared of the crimes. And and yeah, and recently they within the last I forgot how long it's been, but like it was very recently within this yet yeah, I believe was it within this last month? I believe so. I could be wrong, but I think it was. But they but they got all the crimes dropped from them. So they're pretty much free men now. One of them is um, passed away what years ago, and one of them's still alive too. So yeah, it's pretty so so good thing. Like um, but still though, like those those guys got their entire lives ruined from them. Like and it was pretty pretty bad. And for a crime they didn't commit, yeah, they spent a lot of time in prison and they lost their name and. Yeah, yeah, and just destroyed their images, and that was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But re recently, we, because since that has happened, I found this article today, and I, like I said, I wasn't planning on doing episode, an episode today because I was going to save that probably for Sunday. But after I saw this article today, I had to do episode ninety nine today. Like, um, episode one hundred still going to come on Monday, and like I was planning to do this episode on um Sunday. But because because like I saw this article, I had to just do an episode on this right now. I just had to. So here here we go right here. Uh, wait, no, that's the wrong one. My mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is an article from ABC. Now, now I know I don't do a lot of art, art, read a lot of stuff from ABC. I don't do that kind of stuff on my podcast that much because the mainstream media is fake news and is extremely deceptive. But I had I I chose th this article because this is the same article that I that I saw earlier today and decided that I had to do an episode on it because I was very intrigued by it. Very very intrigued. Mm -hmm. And the article's title, title, when I saw this title, I was like, whoa. And so, yeah. And the article set is titled, Malcolm X's family to file 100 million wrongful death lawsuit alleging cover-up of his murder. And I 
And I truly believe that his murder was covered up. Just like I think there were things with Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination was covered up. I th I'm convinced that there was there's also stuff that was covered up with Malcolm X's because a lot of the evidence didn't truly add up with um, his assassination. Like um, the, one of the guys who was who actually we know for a fact killed Malcolm X said two of the guys that were that were involved that were convicted weren't even involved in it, but they were still convicted in, in of the crime, though, which makes no sense whatsoever. So you see how pretty weird how weird this is right here. It, it's extremely weird, guys. Like, yeah. And so, and basically, when the, the, what this article basically says is that this lawsuit named the NYPD in New York City. And here's this. This is the big part. The, the most shocking part. And I am, I never expected this to, to this part, but this. And including the FBI and the CIA. Wow. The FBI and the CIA. That is shocking, guys. That isn't. I don't know how they're doing that. How they're. I don't even know how they're going to get away with that, too. Like, um, no. If anyone challenges the FBI or the CIA, bad things happen. Like, it gets scary, guys. Like, you fear for someone if they even tried that. Like, om it almost never goes through anyway. And even if they somehow nothing happened to them. They these lawsuits like this will go nowhere because they don't get any attention and they're buried as much as possible. And yeah, like as you guys know, I I'm pretty I can't prove it, but I'm very convinced that the CIA was also involved with the with JFK's assassination too. Just like I think they had some they were involved in some way with with MLK's too, um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s. And I think I can't prove they were involved with with them um, Malcolm X's. But from a lot, of, it's a lot of the evidence that I've been seeing. I wouldn't be shocked about it. I, it, it, it kind of makes sense though. It kind of makes sense because the FBI and the CIA are 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 some of those disgraceful and deceptive organizations within our our government, and it's not even close. Like the fact that the FBI and the CIA have not been abolished is a disgrace to America and to the whole world as a whole because. The fact that these organizations are allowed to continue on, yeah, guys, like, whoo, yeah. All right, let's read. Let's go reading into the article right here because this is some pretty interesting stuff that I read about. So yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> the family, excuse me. The family of Malcolm X announced Tuesday and his daughter, his speak specifically, specifically his daughters, announced Tuesday they intend to file a $100 million wrongful death lawsuit against U.S. government agencies and the NYPD for allegedly concealing evidence related to the assassination of the civil rights leader who was shot and killed while speaking at the Ab Abaddon, Abaddon Ballroom in New York City on February 21st. 1965 yeah guys like <laughs> i the from what from what i've been reading about there was some evidence that were somehow was not introduced in the trials of the people that were convicted of assassinating him which is pretty curious when you think about it it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever so yeah until yeah Tell you look at the history of the of the CIA and the FBI. 
Yeah. So like the FBI is ar arrested like a pro-life activist a few months ago. Remember that? Like a lot of the FBI is in the CIA are against us and their agents, their their limbs of the federal government and the federal government is anti-populist, which means they are anti you, the people, us, the people. They're anti us. Their goal is to be against us, in my view. But that's just my view. Mm hmm. Two of Malcolm X's daughters, along with their attorneys, Ben Crump and Ray Hamlin, Hamlin, pretty, a, a name that's been seen, been saying around a lot. Not, not this Ray Hamlin guy, but the name Hamlin, you know what I'm referring to, spoke out at a press conference at the Malcolm X and Dr. Betty Chavez Memorial and Educational Center in New York City on Tuesday, nearly six decades after their father's death. Yeah, you like you feel bad for them because like Malcolm X was assassinated in front of his own children. Like, how did these these people? How did they get behind get managed to get this close to Malcolm X and actually shoot him in front of his children? It's shocking, guys. Like, it is shocking. Like the the fact that this stuff even happened. Like, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. Is y'all? Isyad Chavez, I, I'm sorry if I'm botching that. Is Isyalha, Isyaz, I'm sorry I'm botching that. Malcolm X's daughter said that the family is seeking justice for a man who gave his life for human rights. And he did give his life for that. Like um, like I said, when he was younger, he wasn't the best. Like um, he did he was for a lot of things that were, let's just say, not that good. But when he got older, like later in his life, he changed a lot of his ways and got a lot better with things. Like he was not not going for like um promoting going for like um in order to solve this, we need to be violent. He wasn't going like that far um when in his in his later life. I mean, he still wasn't the best in his later life, but he was he was he was better though. Like that is that's just a fact, guys. That is just a fact. Mm -hmm. For years, our family has fought for the truth to come to light concerning his concerning his murder, and we'd like our father to receive the justice that he deserves. And of course, he does deserve the justice. She said, the truth about the circumstances leading to the death of our father is important, not only to his family, but to many followers, many admirers, and our hope is that lit litigation of this case will finally provide some unanswered questions. We want justice served for our father. Like I said, I hope he does get our, get his justice because he wasn't given his proper justice because the person, people were convicted that did not even have anything to do with this. So, yeah, like there are m many followers and admirers that um were have been inspired by, by Malcolm X. And, yeah, like, yeah, it, it, it can get pretty bad, guys. It's it's. It's it's sad too. At the end of the day, not only that um he was murdered in cold blood, but also it was in front of his children too. That was, yeah, man, that is extremely bad in front of his own children. You feel incredibly bad for his kids, right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, okay. Oh, I, this part right here. This article. Man, man, men exonerated in killing of Malcolm X to receive thirty-six million dollars settle million six dollars settlement after suing New York. After suing New York, and that's good. Like the people, they were wrongly convicted, and they got a 
ton of cash. Like, does this money make up for losing pretty much their entire lives? No, it doesn't. Not even close. You don't come back from something like that. But you can at least like put like a bandage on it to like like at least make it sting a little less. But it won't. It doesn't do a whole lot more than that. That's all it does. It's just a band aid. So yeah, and good that they got the justice they deserve too. Yeah, Crump said that the lawsuit will name the city of New York, the state of New York, the NYPD, the FBI, and the CIA as defendants. If this goes to trial, guys, like it's going to be shocking. Like. I'm going to probably be be watching it or if they don't if they don't play it I'm going to at least listen to it at least read up a lot on it because like um the Gislaine Maxwell trial was not played at all on TV so yeah we got to see the Johnny Depp trial I'm glad we did but we didn't even get to see anything from the Giselle Maxwell trials so yeah mm-hmm. yeah if the government compensated the two gentlemen that were wrong, wrongfully convicted for the assassination of Malcolm X with tens of millions of dollars, then what is to be the, of the compensation for the composition for the daughters who suffered the most from the assassination of Malcolm X, Crump said? Yeah, and it was in front of him. Like, I agree. These people that were wrongfully convicted should get should get um, a, um, a settlement and should get their own justice themselves. But as well, Malcolm X's family, his his should get um should get justice as well. I'm just saying, guys, that that's just my opinion right there. Mm-hmm. The NYPD, the City of New York, and the FBI declined to comment, citing pending litigation in response to requests from ABC News. ABC News reached out to the state of New York and the CIA, but the requests for comment were not immediately returned. Not shocking. Yeah, you, you would not expect the CIA to say anything or even the New York or the city of New York, too, or the state of New York, too. Probably that um governor over there in, in New York is like, oh, we need to like keep let's 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 hush hush on this. We don't want anyone noticing this. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mohammed Abdil Abdi Ayaz. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how that, I'm just botching that name. And Kalia Islam. The two men were exonerated in the 1965 assassination of Malcolm X, received $36 million settlement in October 2022 after lawsuits were filed on behalf in 2021 against both the city and the state of New York. Okay, so yeah, I was wrong. I didn't recall the exact time frame of when it was, but it was pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. New York City agreed to pay $26 million in settlement in a lawsuit filed on behalf of Aziz and also Islam, who was exonerated posthumously in the killing. Meanwhile, the state of New York also agreed to pay an additional ten million. That's good. Like, like I said, it doesn't make up for it at all. That um, because they lost their lives pretty much, and but at least they get can get some sort of closure to at least patch the wound in some way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> A New York City Law Department spokesman told ABC News in October of 2022 that the settlement brings some measure of justice to individuals who spent decades in prison and bore the stigma of being falsely accused of murdering an iconic figure. Yeah, like the fact if you're falsely accused of murdering someone, that is bad enough. But falsely accused of murdering of murdering a famous person, boy, man. Boy, oh my God. Yeah. 
Based on our review, this office stands by the opinion of former Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance, who stated, based on his investigation, that there is one ultimate conclusion. Mr. Ayaz and Mr. Islam were wrongfully convicted of this crime, he added. I, they were completely um, um, wrongfully convicted. No, no talk there. Not even a little. The lawsuits came after Vance, the former district attorney, moved to vacate the convictions of Ayaz and Islam in November 2021 after an investigation found newly discovered evidence in the failure to disclose exculpatory. I'm botching that guy. A lot of evidence. <laughs> exculpatory. I'm just saying evidence. A lot of evidence. Like, um, why are they? Why did they like um not reveal this evidence in the trial? Makes no sense, guys. Probably because they had something they wanted to hide, and they want and they wanted to pin it pin it on some people that no one would believe. So that's why they that, that no one would believe that they these guys were innocent. Like no one would believe them if they said they were innocent, and that's why they're like it's, I can't say for a fact, but maybe they were like um oh we got some perfect guys right here. We, we have perfect guys right here. We put it on them, and no one will believe that they're innocent. They will all believe that they were guilty of it. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense why they would do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Mm -hmm. The two-year probe, which was launched by Vance attorneys David Shannies and Deb Francisco, France, Franco is, I'm sorry about that, in the in, in, in Kent's project, also found that the FBI failed to disclose documents that cast, that cast doubt on the involvement of Ayaz and Islam in Malcolm X's murder. The FBI withheld evidence. Why did they? Like I said, I can't prove it, but it, seem, it almost seems like they wanted to just wrap it up tightly and blame it on some people that... Um, that um were involved with it that they think were that um to cover up for themselves that's what they think they were trying to do maybe maybe the fbi and the cia actually were be were actually helped the assassination happen i don't know for a fact but I, they could have been involved like um, they covered up a lot of stuff in it like they probably wanted to pinpoint it on these two guys so that no one would would think that the cia or the or the fbi was behind it that's possible and plus with how Malcolm X was hated by hated back then, like the media, like, as you guys know, he was a civil rights guy and like um, the civil rights movement was trying to be trampled and trying to be destroyed. And Malcolm X was one of the big fighters for it. And yeah, so that I, they want, they probably wanted to take him out. So because they saw that he was, a, they, they viewed him as a threat and they wanted to just take him out. So if you take this guy out, no problem. Things are, are better. So we're not, so everything's covered up right there. So like, um, you're not going to hear any more protest or anything like that. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Vance criticized, but the way, the, the way law enforcement handled the case and said that the investigation revealed that certain witness witnesses acting under orders from the, from then FBI director, here's the key FBI director, J Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, of all people. So, yeah. And plus, with the, the FBI was like um, giving or law enforcement orders, giving them the orders of how they should handle things. Yeah, that seems, yeah, it almost seems very much like um, conflict of interest to me. I don't know about you guys, but 
It seems very much like that, at least to me. And they were instructed not to reveal they were FBI informants. Like, they were FBI informants that were trying to manipulate people, and they were instructed not to um, reveal that. That should tell you something right there. That should tell you something big right there. Vance, uh, Vance apologized last year last year on behalf of law enforcement for for serious unacceptable 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 violations of law and the public trust. Does he mean it? I don't know. I can't say or not. I don't know the guy. But like, um, why would you um do that then to to convict two innocent men? Why would you do that and instruct law enforcement to act in a certain way? Makes no sense, guys. Makes no sense to me. Like I said, like MLK, like MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, they're prob they they the they prob they were seen as Yeah, sorry guys, my audio cut out right there. Sorry, my audio cut out. I'm I'm working on that. So yeah, it's it's fixed now, guys. Sorry about that. My audio just cut out right there. It's fixed now. Don't need to worry about it. Yeah. But yeah, like um, and plus the way the law enforcement, like what I think was the elites, the elitists, the FBI, the CIA, and probably some people higher above saw the saw Malcolm X and Martin Luther King as threats, and they wanted them neutralized because. They were a threat to the system. They truly were. And that's why they, I think, I can't prove that. I can't prove that, but they may have ordered it. They may have ordered it to happen because they saw them as threats. And they were against the matrix and the way the way things were, were at that time. So, yeah. And, yeah. And also, let, let's watch this video right here from ABC about this. Um, I have two videos about that I'm going to be watching right here. Uh, yeah, so let's watch this first one where they were talking about it on ABC. Here we go. 58 years to the day after he was murdered, the family of Malcolm X revealed plans to file a $100 million wrongful death lawsuit. The suit names the CIA, FBI, and the New York City Police Department. His Still shocking that the FBI and CIA were named. have hidden evidence connected to Malcolm X's assassination in 1965. For years, our family has fought. This is his daughter right there. To come to light concerning his murder. And we'd like our father to receive the justice that he deserves. The suit comes two years after two of the three men convicted in Malcolm X's murder uh, were exonerated. Two years, my mistake. My mistake. I forgot the exact amount First of time. First interview, the man. Right, right here. Yeah. So, like, that was pretty good right there. And the fact it was coming from ABC. Yeah, should tell you a little something though. Yeah, yeah, and like, let's watch this next video right here. I'm not going to watch the entire thing of this, but like, let's let's get through this right here. So yeah, come on, play. And wrongfully convicted of murdering Malcolm X, speaking out for the first time right here since his exoneration. What he told Nightline anchor Byron Pitts. Tonight, the man wrongfully convicted of murdering Malcolm X. Muhammad Aziz, speaking Aziz, out in his first mistake. interview since his exoneration. Were you involved in the assassination of Malcolm X? <laughs> of course not. Malcolm X, the Makes civil no rights icon, was fatally shot on February 21st, 1965 at New York's Audubon Ballroom. Muhammad Aziz and two other men would be tried and convicted of Malcolm X's murder, even though at trial the confessed shooter 
declared neither Aziz nor Khalil Islam were involved. Tell me about here. Declared that they were, weren't involved, but they still got convicted. Why? Because they wanted to throw them. They didn't because people would think they didn't because the FBI didn't and the CIA did not want people thinking that they were involved in it. When I think it's probable that they were involved in it. The CIA and the FBI were involved in it. Just like just like I said, I think the CIA was involved in JFK's assassination. And they were probably involved not only in Malcolm X's assassination, but I, I think possibly Martin Luther King's assassination as well. Bring the guilty verdict. What went through your head? I felt like a prisoner of war. At 26 years old, Aziz was sentenced to life in prison. In 1985, Aziz was released on parole. Islam released two years later. But the conviction remained. In 2019, the documentary Who Killed Malcolm X exposed a new audience to flaws in the original case. Lawyers for Aziz were already working on the case when, along with the Innocence Project, they went to the New York DA. A joint reinvestigation discovering key information from the FBI and NYPD was withheld in the case. And last fall, Aziz and Islam, who died in 2009, were exonerated. You've gotten your good name back. Well, I never lost it. Other people did what they did with it, but I never lost it. It doesn't make up for it, though. It Mr. Aziz and the up. family of Mr. Islam have filed multi-million dollar civil suits against the state of New York, and they plan on suing the city. And David, this wasn't only a black tragedy. This was an American tragedy. Since, eight, since 1989, 3,000 people falsely convicted have been exonerated in the U.S. This is really something, a powerful interview, Byron, we'll be watching uh, later tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty interesting right there. Oh, I'm trying to exit out right here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, though, like you get the idea right there. These people were wrongfully convicted, and, yeah. And now Malcolm X's family, because of this happening, they realize, like, these people were wrongfully convicted, and that, um, the like, the NYPD, the CIA, the FBI, the state of New York, um, the city of New York City, they, ha they, they, they covered up evidence, and... Why they did it, we don't know for a fact, but like I said, I think it's possible that um, the FBI and the CIA, they saw, they, they, they thought they didn't want the attention going to them. They thought because they, they just put it on these two guys then. That's what they did because like um, they were afraid that just like JFK's assassination, they didn't want to be um, the, the people coming out after them because if it was revealed that um, they were involved in it, can you imagine the the populist movement that would spawn from this? Like, um, if it comes out official that the CIA was involved with um, JFK's assassination, that is going to show be ex extraordinary, extraordinary. But then also coming out with this with Malcolm X, and possibly if they were involved with Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination, that would show you how corrupt our government is and has been for for pretty much almost since its inception. At there that. In my, like I said, I said multiple times before, I think the CIA and the FBI should be abolished, just like I think the IRS, the Federal Reserve, the NSA, NASA, all of that should be abolished. It, it, it causes nothing but destruction and division in our country, and it's meant to. I believe that it's meant to by design, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. And also, there's one more video I want to play on Malcolm X. Like, it, it's not really related to, like, um, like um, his murder, but it's actually something interesting that I like. 
Well, like um, Malcolm X, he spoke out highly against liberal people, like highly. Like it, I gotta play this. He made this um video. He well, not a video, obviously, but he made a speech about how liberals are like um are like foxes, and they're the most dangerous people in world in the world. At least white li liberals. Let's take a look at this, because and speaking of and speaking, this almost ties into a lot of things today. If you take a look at it, it does, guys. It truly does. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Wait, wrong one, wrong one. My mistake. Uh, that I'll go. This is a different article. I'm going to be reading after I'm done with this Malcolm X one. Uh, let me pull this one up. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Here we go. This video right here, and take a good look at this because I love this video right here, and I watch it every now and then, and it makes a whole lot of sense with how pol politics are today. Going under the label of liberal. That that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is almost is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling. He's taking for a friend. But Malcolm X got what was coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's this comment down here that is. I look at this. I it's my by far my favorite um comment of the in this video, and you guys have to take a look at this because this is yeah. Just look at this, uh, right here, here, right here. This comment right here. Look at this from this guy named A, and I don't. It looks like out of the most out of most of them, it's one of the highest liked ones. Look what it says. If Malcolm X was still alive, he'd be disgusted by how our people continue to fall into the same trap every four years. And yes, he would. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm half black. I'm a conservative, and yeah, just just. And I actually used to be blue pilled until I got red pilled in 2020. And yeah, like um, we black people, we fall into the same trap, the same liberal trap we fall into every four years. That's how. That's why a, a Democrat, a lot of times, the most of the time, will get elected. Just how it is, guys. Like we need to like wake up ourselves. We need to stop pulling this, pulling this right here. We have to. We just have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And I'm gonna go into that um Christy Nome article right there. Like I was gonna talk about this yesterday too in yesterday's episode, but yeah, yeah. Give me. But I didn't get a chance. But I thought too much time had passed. So yeah, I. See, I'm getting right into it right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, here we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on um, and this is from Breitbart too. Mm -hmm. Special interest groups block Governor Christie Nome's move move to stop China buying South Dakota farmland. As you guys know, it's pretty common that China has been buying farmland and land in general all over America. Like it's shocking how much has been bought up by China. And by Bill Gates, too. So, yeah. But China, shockingly, man. Like, yeah. The fact that this much farmland is owned by a country that hates us and pretty much owns us, by the way, with um the fact that they, they take all of our jobs over there. Ooh, guys. Like, yeah. And by the way, like, there have been a lot of calls recently to prevent... Um, China from buying farmland and other in, in in America, as well as my opinion, 
I think that should it should happen. China should not be allowed to buy farmland in America. By the way, we can't own land in China. We can't. We can't own land in China. So why should China be allowed to own land here in America? It makes no sense. Also, China owns a bunch of land down by the Texas-Mexico border too, the southern border as a whole, my mistake. They own a lot of land down there as well. So, yeah, does not make much sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Christy Nome, Nome, she is one of the best governors in America. She's the governor of South Dakota. And, yeah, she is smoking, guys. Like, I don't care what anyone says. She is smoking. Like, whoo! Christy Nome, man. Christy Nome, she is good looking. She's a Bay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's start going to the article right now. Okay. Yeah. Republican South Dakota Governor Christy Nome's effort to block China from buying up farmland in her farmland in her state were thwarted by this week when a supermajority of state senators rejected her proposal. By the way, South Dakota is one of the most red states in the country. And the vast majority of the people in the state legislators and in, in the state legislator in South Dakota are Republicans. By the way, everyone who voted against that in South Dakota should be primaried immediately. They all should be. Like they are all no none of them are trustworthy. Like the fact that you're you want you're going against this, you want to you do not want to stop a country that hates us from owning us and buying up our land over here. Makes no sense. So you are untrustworthy, so you need to be primaried immediately. And guess what? I don't care what anyone says. I truly believe that they should be primaried. Get them out of there. Put some. Put a put a populace over there. I don't care. Just get a populace in there, because everyone who voted for against this is not a populist. They're a corporate. Like they made some of them may claim to be claim to be populist, but at deep down they're actually corporate scums. Yeah. As Breitbart News previously reported, Nome had had proposed a bill that would that would create a state level version of the Committee on Foreign Investments in the United States, in order to curtail foreign Chinese entities from buying agriculture land in her state. And there's no reason for those those country for China or even any other country from owning land in America because we can't own we can't own land in those countries. So why should they be allowed to own land here? Stuff that does not even belong to them makes no sense, guys. Makes no sense whatsoever. Like, can you imagine if we went over there into China and and wanted to buy buy farmland over there? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, just just think about that for a second. What do you think would truly happen? Yeah, you would probably you might be sent off to a to a concentration or re-education camp. I'm just saying it. It almost seems exactly what would happen. Mm -hmm. Currently, CFIUS is a federal board that approves or disproves of foreign entities engaging in major U.S. transactions. Nome's proposal would establish a CFIUS South Dakota, or or that version of South Dakota, would all would review proposed transactions in the state where foreign entities, including but not limited to Chinese entities, seek to purchase land. Only Americans should be allowed to own land in America. I don't care. I, what, you may have other opinions on that. I'm sorry. Just because we are free as hell, we are free as hell to us American citizens, not to the entire world. 
you folk, you are America first and should be focusing solely on America. That is what you should be doing. Not be folk, not allowing other countries, especially countries that hate us, to benefit and buy up our stuff. There is no reason for that to be happening. And I don't care what anyone says on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The board, if established, would would which would require the legislator to pass Nome's proposal could block such land sales as it seems fit. And that's good that it would, but the legislator in South Dakota blocked it. Mm -hmm. Essentially, Senate Bill 185 would have granted the South Dakota governor the power to unilaterally veto any purchase reviewed by the by the panel. The state Senate rejected the bill on Tuesday uh, with a, an 11 to 23 vote. And that's a may super majority right there, guys. The fact that, that happened, like I said, everyone who voted to um to reject this bit that bill should be should be um um primaried immediately. Immediately. Mm -hmm. The bill faced opposition from nearly every agriculture industry group and committee testimony. Guess what? Because China is so rich and they can make so much money from China. Literally, China owns America pretty much. All of our companies cater to China all the time, especially Hollywood. Like they literally change the, in movies in Hollywood, they change their movies to to please China for whatever reason. Same thing with a lot of companies here in in the U.S. They change their products or websites or whatever just to please China. That's all they do. Why? Because there's so much money in China, and yet they're not focusing on their own country. And instead, and they should be. They should not be focusing on a country that hates us. They should be focusing on their own country and their own country first and foremost. I don't care what anyone says on that. I truly believe that. But mm -hmm. uh, <clears> the <throat> but the, uh, the proposals supporters on the Senate floor said any flaws would be re ratified before it becomes law. Reported South Dakota's public broadcasting. Mm -hmm. The bill's opponents, such as Republican State Senator David Wheeler, and by the way, he should be primaried as well, because, yeah, feared, the, feared that it would give too much power to the executive branch. No, this is a, something good right here, because like Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, he's, he has a lot of, he's taken a lot of power from, from the legislator. Why? Because what the leg, this legislator has been caving to a lot of the woke mob. Christy Nome should be doing the same thing, too. Stop Stop this woke mob from doing all that kind of stuff as well, as well as stop communist China from taking over America and buying up our property. Because what do you think is going to happen? China is going to like um, become so big, they're going to pretty much own China, them, own the U.S. themselves, pretty much turn America into like um, to like um, a colony, pretty much just turn it into colonies. That's all. That's what they're going to be doing. And it's scary, guys. Like. So like maybe they won't even have to fire. Uh, maybe they won't even have to invade America. They can just like, hey, we own this land. We come over here, our country now. Pretty simple. Like uh, it's pretty obvious where this could be going, guys. Pretty obvious to me. Mm -hmm. Nome previously told Breitbart News that she considers the bill a, a matter of national security. And by the way, it is a huge, huge national security threat especially when it comes to China. It certainly is, guys. It certainly is. Charging that special um, charging that special interest groups did not want the bill to pass. Like I said, these I guarantee you, a lot of those special interest groups are owned by China or are funded by, let's just say, elitist types of people. I'm almost certain about that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is an issue that came up months ago when we saw a land purchase in North Dakota. Our neighbors to the north, where a Chinese entity bought up land, hear this, hear, listen to this, bought up land next to their Air Force base. A country that hates us buying up land next to an, a base that are an Air Force base, a, a U.S. military base. You see, you see, guys, like it's pretty obvious. There's no reason for this to be happening. We cannot be allowing this to happen, catering to China all the time. This is a national security threat. It's putting our country in danger, especially when it comes to China, who China is the greatest threat to America right now. They truly are. So, uh, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Saying they were going to build a corn plant, but there wasn't what but there wasn't enough even corn grown in that area to sustain a facility like that, and it came under question. Mhm. Noam said, I think we all agree that we shouldn't allow our enemies to have a, pr a presence, especially close to our national security infrastructure. We have Ellsworth, Ellsworth Air Force Base, which is going to be the home of the B-21s, B-21s, I, I believe it's B-21s. We want to make sure that those who have the, the chance to purchase land here in our state love America and they want to do good, not do us harm. By the way, it only people... This is my opinion. The only people should be able to buy land in America are American citizens. And when you buy land, you have to live in that state. That's that is my opinion right there. That is just my opinion right there. Uh okay. But yeah, that but that's just my opinion, guys. My opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nome added that special interest groups opposing the bill did not provide any specifics in their criticism hold on one second here guys uh okay yeah uh one coming okay right there yeah yeah okay but yeah my mistake, guys. That I was—that was a text. I was busy right now, right there, right there. Nome added that special interest groups opposing the bill did not provide any specifics in their criticism. Like they—they they say they are against the bill, but don't even uh, don't even say why they are against it. That should tell you something right there. Maybe um, China owns them for some reason, or China has something on them. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We also agree that this is a national security issue and that protecting America is important and that this has been a real threat to our country. And with the B-21 coming to South Dakota, we are a target for exactly the kind of activities that China is doing in other places, such as buying up land and assets and from other countries that hate us, Noam said. And not just happening here in America, it's happening all around the world, China's buying up land from. Like China's, from what I hear, they're buying us ton of land up in brazil and a lot of and like a lot of the land in brazil is owned by china now and there's so many um people who from china who live in brazil now and all over south america as well like it's there's it's getting it's getting weird guys it's getting strange like when i say strange i'm talking very 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 strange mm -hmm. yeah uh, right there. What's been interesting about the debate so far on this bill, 
I'm proposing with help from a couple legislators. She continued, is that the opposition has not come to the table and given us other solutions and other things they think would work and that would give us this kind of accountability and make sure that we have a review of land purchase in South Dakota. Like here's the, like it's shed. They're not giving up any, they're not giving any other excuses. They're not giving other, any other solutions. Like Christy Nome said, what they're doing is they're they're just trying to um, protect China at all costs because China probably owns them or is paying them a shit ton of money, or maybe some other interest groups like um, let's say elitist types of people are funding them and telling this kind of them this kind of stuff as well. So who knows, guys? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't given us an act article a reasons to why they're. Argue agriculture reasons as to why they're opposed to the bill. So for me, it's an issue the public has brought to me for many reasons, for, for many, many months. They care about this. Like I said, I think China should not be allowed to own land here in America. They should not be. We can't own land in China anyway, so why should they be allowed to own land here? And by the way, no other country should be allowed to own land in other countries. That's just my view. You can have trade in my view, but you cannot allow to own own land or property in other countries. That's just my opinion. I don't care what anyone says. That is just me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think Christy Nome, she's one of the best governors in America, in my view. Like um, DeSantis is the best, then probably after him would probably be her then. Prob- probably for the most part. Um, I don't trust Greg Abbott or or Brian um, Kemp anymore. Um both of them were part of the WEF, guys. That just let you guys know they are both part of the WEF. Abbott is on the WEF website, and Kemp has gone to the WEF event in Davos. Just telling you guys, that's just what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now I'm going to move on to the to the third and final topic here today. This is a pretty cool topic right here. Like, I'm going to go a little crazier with this topic, but yeah, you'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one second. Come on, come up. Ah, sorry, guys. I was just thirsty right there. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. There. And this is from the New York Post. I listened to the, I, I've been watching, reading a lot from the New York Post lately, and this makes a whole lot of sense when I saw this article. Makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Why America needs a COVID truth commission. We have a January 6th commission, guys. A January 6th committee. Why don't we have a, a COVID one to find out where this came from in China and why was it allowed to spread from China to all these other countries? Why didn't China? Um, why did China lie about it? Why didn't China warn us about it? You see, I'm just saying, guys. I'm just trying to state facts right here. I, th- I truly believe there needs to be a commission uh, to at least find out w- w- what evidence there is about chi- about um, where COVID came from in China. We need to find the answers to these questions right here. It's getting, I'm just saying, guys, that's just my opinion. We've lost how many millions of people over over COVID now? Well, it's I think it's it obviously, it's, in my view, has been exaggerated so much because like um, a lot of those COVID deaths were people who had COVID but died from other things and they were just labeled as COVID. So, yeah, but there's still some people who did die of COVID. There have been. But and those people, they, they possibly could still be alive if China had just warned us about it and didn't lie about it instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
When America faced the national tragedy of the space shuttle Challenger exploding in 1986, and yeah, there was a commission for that, Congress created a commission with independent outside experts, including the Nobel Prize winning physicist Richard Feynman, his iconic iconic demonstration of a faulty O-ring made brittle in the cold as the cause of the Challenger disaster led to the fundamental reform at NASA. Like I said, in my opinion, I still think NASA should be abolished because, like, they don't do any benefit right there. We just give them millions and millions of dollars every year, and they don't do anything. Certainly not anything beneficial. By the way, the moon landing was fake, was fake, guys. That should tell you all you need to know about NASA and how pathetic that organization, in my opinion, is. So, yeah. The American people deserve a similar bipartisan, scientifically-minded COVID-19 commission so the public health disaster of the past three years is not repeated. Yeah, we also need to make sure that none of this, nothing like this ever happens again, but we also need to find out why did China lie about it and where did it come from specifically in China. We know it probably came from a lab in China, but we need to find out for just for a fact that it did. Like China lied when they said, "Oh, it came from a from a from a food from a from a food market." When you find out that that food market is actually across the street from the Wuhan um, Institute of Biology, a, a a lab there where they did like um gain of function research. And by the way, Fauci lied when when they said, "Oh, we didn't do any gain of function research." He lied and he lied to Congress about it. So yeah, yeah. Due to the ins- insignificant pr- protection of older people whose COVID mortality mortality risk is more than 1,000-fold higher than that of the young, official counts attribute more than 1 million deaths to COVID in the United States and almost 7 million worldwide. I think that's probably half of that amount because the vast majority of them died from other things. They just had COVID. They just had COVID and they were just labeled as COVID deaths, which, which makes no no sense to me. So, yeah. Yeah. Though people vehemently disagreed about the wisdom of lockdowns, school closures, vaccine mandates, and discrimination, maskings, and so much else, there is near universal agreement that we did fail. So, yeah. Well, the red states did not fail. They did the right things. They probably should have just done it um, um sooner. That's the only thing they, that, that the, the only mistake they did. It sh- they should have just reopened it much sooner. Like, um, because we were lied to, though. Yeah. Now, you have to be fair, though, that we didn't have all the information because China lied to us. But still, though, at the end of the day, they, I don't at least red states, in my opinion, like Texas, Florida, um, let's see, um, Georgia, um, all pretty um, Iowa, South Dakota, all those red states, they did the right things. They just didn't do them soon enough. That's all, in my opinion. Yeah. All the blue states like California, New York, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, guys, like China, like California and New York are not recognizable anymore. They're pretty much China just in the middle of America, especially California, guys, especially California. Mm -hmm. By early 2022, about 95 percent of Americans had had contracted COVID despite the harsh um, countermeasurements. A John Hopkins University University meta-analysis concluded that lockdowns failed to contain the spread of COVID. At best, they temporarily protected the laptop class who could work from home while being served by the working class. So, yeah. Lockdowns, in my opinion, didn't do anything. They did very, very little because they, they, like, they spread, it spread it so much that 
people got it from just even being locked in. It just happened. Like, there's nothing that anyone could have done done to stop it because it was airborne and it spread it fast. And when I say fast, it spread it fast, guys. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One second. I hate when that hap that part happens right here. Come on. There we go. Mm -hmm. the, pa the pandemic response itself has wrought tremendous collateral harm. There is now broad agreement that the school closures and some states running a year or more have set kids behind in ways that will lead them to worse outcomes as adults, including shorter, poorer lives. Like my generation and like and even younger people, they're left with a scar now because they're never going to come back from this because they missed a year and sometimes two years of, 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 of school. And like, yes, they had a lap. They did online learning, but online learning was horse crap. It didn't do anything. Kids didn't learn anything. They missed a year to two years of their education. So, and the record number of failures that happened over these past couple years. Yeah. High school dropouts has skyrocketed. Um, poor grades have, have, and failed grades have skyrocketed. Like, it's gotten crazy, guys. Like, when I say crazy, I mean crazy. <laughs> One per-reviewed paper estimated the spring 2020 closures alone may have cost American children millions of years in life expect expectancy. Yeah, that is an underestimate, guys. That is underestimated. <laughs> the damages are uniquely distributed with poor and minority children suffering the worst learning losses. Yep. By a lot. Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of kids never returned when schools finally opened like the amount of dropouts that happened guys yeah it was it, it was skyrocketed guys it skyrocketed like um it as much as as high as it was prior it just jumps up way more afterwards like way more so American people deserve answers to fundamental questions about the pandemic. And yes, we do. On what, what impractical basis were schools closed? Did public health decision makers consider the harms of their policies? I guarantee you they didn't. I guarantee you, almost guaranteed, I can't prove this, but this is just a guess. Particularly blue states, they wanted these to, to be the schools to be closed because children would not be as smart and they would get dumber and dumber. And it's easier to control dumb people dumber people much more easier than smart people than smart people hmm. yeah why do um excuse me why do american puff um, public health authorities insist on making children as young as two years old when mask wearing makes li little to or no difference for covid spread no it doesn't actually in my opinion from all the research i've done I don't even think masks helped at all. I think if any, if anything, they just they may have even worsened it because people were were were, were taking them off and touching them and stuff like that. Like they just spread even more, guys. Like it's never going to stop, guys. It's it's just going to keep getting much more worse, like that. Like people are like it all. This lock the lockdowns also showed how how much mental illness has has come, has, has spread throughout America. Like there are a lot of people after COVID-19 that were lost and never came back. Like their mental capacity was gone. Like people are so scared of anything right now, particularly with diseases and COVID and stuff like that. They're never going to come back. Like there were people who literally stayed in their houses for like a year or two years. I'm looking at you, Howard Stern and never came out during it. So yeah. 
that just tells you how shocking and how pathetic this has become. We've ruined people for generations, right? and we're never going to recover from this. We just not. It's it's pretty scary, guys. Pretty pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perhaps the perhaps the most perplexing sin of public health establishment is that it abandoned an essential committee to si- commitment to science. Um, vaccines, guys. For instance, why did public health authorities ignore clear scientific data that COVID infections acquired immunity is stronger than vaccine acquired immunity? People locked down and they still wanted to push vaccines. That's just what they did. Like that's what their goal was. They should be, and they should be investigated for that. And I don't care what anyone says. They should be investigated for that. Same thing. Same reason why China should be investigated for why they allowed the why they lied and why they allowed the virus to spread to to all across the world. Why they need to be investigated for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vaccine mandates force many frontline workers, heroes who contracted COVID early in the in the pandemic, while doing essential work, to choose between their careers and a vaccine for for. for for, that provides less protection than the natural immunity they already had. You see how pathetic that is? How anti-science that is? Guys, it makes no sense. They wanted to force it because they want to like force vaccinations. Because so um, one of the main reasons is so that big pharma can make trillions and trillions in profit. They made billions in profit and probably trillions as well. AKA, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. But like, yeah. And so like probably a lot of the elitists have also made billions and trillions of dollars in profit as well as as um as um big pharma too so that should tell you something another thing there as well mm-hmm. yeah university university presidents forced young males um presidents forced young male students students including those with excellent immunity immunity prior to covid infection to accept an elevated risk of myocarditis as a price of college education yeah, the the amount of heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, and all of that kind of stuff that that happened after vaccinations rolled out skyrocketed, especially in young people, guys. Like, that's scary right there. Can I prove that's what caused it? No, but it seems very coincidence that it happened just after vaccinations were mandated. I'm just saying, guys. I'm just saying. Many faced with these anti-scientific choices will never trust public health authorities or university scientists ever again. I will never either. I will never tr- trust anyone like that, especially after someone like Fauci, who was who's been a doctor for decades, lied under oath about gain of function research, and then he lied about um about mask at the beginning of this. Like um, he lied like, oh, you shouldn't wear a mask. But because, but then again, he he started saying, "Oh, you need to wear masks." And then he said, "Like, oh, the reason why I didn't want you to wear, I told you not to wear masks, is so that frontline and healthcare workers could get them." <laughs> Makes no sense, guys. Makes no sense. So you would be comfortable with um regular citizens dying too. That means you're very comfortable comfortable with that. You you see, guys, you see how pathetic this is. You it makes no sense whatsoever. Like um, you're literally trying to like um 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 make you're literally trying to push your own agenda over own public health safety and public health. Like, yeah, guys, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One reason for what? One second. 
One reason for public health establishment's systemic failure to arrive at correct answers to basic scientific questions is that the authorities sealed themselves off from outside criticism. Like Fauci, like he actually tried to get um like um great doctors fired and like um um degraded after they were they raised skepticism over COVID and COVID vaccines. Yeah, guys, that is what happened. Fauci did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under the banner of combating misinformation, a.k.a. Fauci, government health agencies use their power to collaborate with social media companies to control the public conversation about COVID science and policy. Big Tech also went after this as well. They went after this as well because like, they silenced anyone who raised questions over COVID or where COVID came from or anything like that. They just did, guys. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. Though both of us have decades of experience on infectious disease epidemicy and policy epidemicy and policy, the Twitter files revealed, and by the way, the Twitter files showed how de- deceptive our government is and how deceptive big tech is and how deceptive people like that are that were pushing these vaccines and pushing lockdowns were. That should tell you something right there, guys. Should tell you something right there. Uh mm-hmm. Where was I? Uh, Though both of us have... Okay, I just said that right there. Uh, Reveal. Guaranteeing that few would hear our message and when the government got the science wrong. Uh, Yeah. You you guys got the science wrong countless times. And you, you, you labeled people who questioned it as people who spread misinformation. They were anti-vax and stuff like that. That should tell you a whole lot right there, guys. That should tell you a whole lot. Mm-hmm. With, with such a lenity of, fa- of failures, the American people deserve an honest COVID commission to evaluate the response and document all the errors as well as a few successes. Like they have a, a January 6th commission, a January 6th panel, but they don't won't have a uh, have a COVID one. We're to find out where the vac where um where um COVID came from and how these people handled it, and as well as the vaccines and how they were developed too. Yeah. That's yeah, that tells you something right there, guys. That tells you a whole lot, right, whole lot right there. Working as part of a team of eight scientists with experience in infectious diseases, public health epidemicy, epidemicy, and immunology, clinical medicine, and COVID treatment, we have produced a blueprint with 80 pages of questions that such a commission should ask. We call it the the Norfolk Group document, and it's available at no charge at no at no, NorfolkGroup.org. By the way, I might check that out later today. I might check that out as well. So yeah, we encourage lawmakers, public health officials, scientists, journalists, and the public to read, ask, and answer these questions about the most ineffective and damaged public health response in history. We need to find out where COVID came from, where, where where in China and where in that lab, and why did the lab allow it to leak? Like, um, was it just an accident or was it intentional? It could have been an accident, but I'm leaning towards it was intentional, possibly. I, I don't have, I can't prove that. I'm just saying that's just what I'm leaning towards. Um, why did China lie and about it, and why did they spread? Like China, like remember they told the, the told like the World Health Organiza- Organization that um there's no evidence that um it, it's it's that human to human contact how human cannot trans humans cannot transmit them from human to human that was a big lie. Um, why did they not shut down the? Why did they not shut down on like um travel to other countries? 
So yeah, Trump was the one who shut down travel to China, remember? He was the one who did that, not Fauci or anyone else. So yeah. Also, we need to find out about um particularly these state how each state responded to everything, to the lockdowns and stuff like that, how they handled the lockdowns, how they entroped on people's freedom of speech, freedom of movement and stuff like that and their freedoms as a whole. Like a lot of people lost their religious freedom pretty much. Like, remember when when Kumo in New York told people they couldn't go to churches when and, and then it, it got so bad, bad that people took it to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court says New York can't do that. And by the way, even after that ruling, news, um, um, Kumo still did it anyway. They didn't care what the Supreme Court said. They don't care. They just went along and did it anyway. That should tell you all you need to know right there. All you need to know. Mm hmm. And by the way, they should, we should also also investigate about these vaccines, how they were developed, why they were pushed so fast, and why they were all mandated so much, especially with um, how, especially with all the little evidence that it even helped prevent the COVID anyway. You couldn't stop the spread anyway. It did not. It was the vaccines did not stop the spread. And by the way, it does not. The vaccines don't provide nearly that great protection to the to um COVID anyway. That should tell you something right there. And, and by the way, we should we need to research all this stuff, and we need to do it now. Like, um, forget the January sixth commission, abolish that as soon as possible. What we need to work on and focus on is COVID and COVID right now. Only pretty much COVID is should be the only commission available right now. That is what we need to focus on. By the way, is it going to happen? No, it's probably not going to happen, especially with someone like McCarthy there, who is a rhino, and I do not trust him whatsoever. Yeah. And by the way, I also don't trust MTG anymore after she after she endorsed McCarthy. She claimed to be a populist. She was anti-establishment. By the way, not be, the fact that she endorsed McCarthy shows that she is part of the establishment. That should tell you all you need to know right there, guys. That should tell you all you need to know. Is anything going to be done about it? Probably not, but it should be done. It's never going to happen, guys. So, yeah. All right, guys, um, <laughs> I'm going to end the stream right here now. By the way, guys, this was episode number 99. Hope, hopefully that audio works, guys. Hopefully it does. One second. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. My audio cut out there for a minute. Um, I fixed it again. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about it, guys. My audio did cut out again. Uh, I got it fixed now. So, yeah. Sorry about it. Uh, it's fixed now, guys. But, yeah. But, yeah. This was the... This was um, the final episode before episode 100. Episode 100 is going to be a great episode, guys. I can't wait to do it. By the way, this episode is episode nine, number 99. I can confirm this, and I will say it right here. This is the final episode with this background I have. This is the final background with the don't tread on me with the don't tread on me flag and the f and the fuck Joe Biden and fuck you for voting for him flag. This is the last time I'm the last video where the last podcast, the last video where I have these two flags in the background. I'm changing up the background to give up to give it a fresh look. 
and episode 100 to me is the best opportunity to do it, to give this show a fresh look, and I cannot wait for it. It's going to be a fun time, guys. I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for it at all. Mm -hmm. And by the way, there will not be another episode until Monday, which um, is when um, the um, episode 100 will happen. That's going to be a humongous episode, guys. I cannot wait for it. All right, guys. I'm going to head out now. Also, make sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms because I'm all, on all of them. I'm trying to grow the brand as a whole. Not just the podcast here on Rumble, but also on, on my social media platforms as well. Also, follow me on all the podcast platforms. I'm on all of those as well. The podcast gets uploaded to all those pl platforms as well. The big ones like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so many others. And Stitcher as well. There's more of them. And like I just can't name them all off the top of my head like that. But it's on all of them as well. Okay? All right, guys. I'm Ray. And this has been the, the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This has been episode number 99. Catch you guys later. Peace!